Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome to the Punk Rock and Beer Podcast. Really quickly, before we get into this episode, I wanted to mention my Patreon. Patrons get all the podcasts a week early. I do giveaways. I do some other stuff. But most importantly, if you want me to review your music or artwork or anything else, Patreon is the way to do that. Every month, I do a call for submissions. All you need to do if you want me to review something is just post it in the comments of that post. Then I will review it live on Twitch for the hundreds of people that tune into every stream and post it on Patreon for everyone to check out. All you need to do is just join at the $10 and up level. Stay tuned for that post and you are good to go. So if that sounds cool to you and you want me to review your music, artwork, or anything else, hit the link in the show notes for this episode. And thank you very much to everyone who supports over on Patreon. Here we go, people. The shot heard around the world. I'm just sitting here with my pinky out drinking this piping, piping hot tea, which is the Ronnie Radke Anthony Fantano beef. This is what I live for, people. This is what I live for. My wife watches Love and Hip Hop all day. And on Love and Hip Hop, you know, they're always talking about what the people on the blogs are talking about. It's like the blogs are talking about how you disrespected me in front of everybody. And uh, I feel like at this point in the hip hop world, it's more about beef than it is the music. And I have been hoping for years that the same would happen in the rock world. There is one person that makes me believe that that dream may come true, which is your man, Ronnie Radke of Escape to Fate, Falling Reverse, and the biggest beefer in the scene. So I thought we could take a look through the needle drop, Anthony Fantano, Ronnie Radke beef here, give you the blow by blow, because it is my job to turn the bland, boring, stale world of rock into the drama-filled, piping hot tea-driven world of rap, along with your man, Ronnie Radke. And I just got to say, before we get into it, God bless Ronnie Radke, because, you know, it's hard out here in the content factory. I'm, I'm here every day just trying to find something to talk about in the world of rock, but rock is so damn boring that it's hard. And so that's why anytime Ronnie Radke MGK or Corey Taylor does anything. I'm rubbing my hands together like Birdman. I'm just saying, oh, thank you. Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you, MGK. Thank you, Corey. Because uh, I got a kid on the way. I need the views. I got to fund my kid's uh, college education. And uh, God bless Ronnie for making it happen. Let's take a look here. I'm not sure what prompted this. First of all, I should say, as you can see here, Ronnie and Anthony both follow me. I both follow them. So, I, you know, I, I've never met Ronnie in person, but we talk on the Internet. I think he's a cool guy. He's always been nice to me. So I like Ronnie. I also like Anthony. I think he's a great guy as well. And so once again, I say, Mom and Dad, please stop fighting. I just want everything to be normal again. 
Why do you guys have to fight? Why? Why can't you guys just get along? Just... I just want mom and dad to get along. But before we break down the beef here, I thought I would take a little step through uh, Ronnie Radke's beefs here. Before we get into this one, let's rate some of his past beefs. So going uh, way back in time, I think this is maybe the very first one, was the uh, legendary Ronnie Radke versus Craig Mabbitt beef from uh, way back in 2008 or something like that. And for those who may not know, Ronnie Radke was the original singer of Escape the Fate. They kicked him out and he went to prison for being involved in a situation in which someone became unalive, to use YouTube-friendly language. They replaced him with Craig Mabbitt, who had just gotten kicked out of Bless the Fall. So, of course, there was beef. That was uh, the first big beef in Ronnie's career. And as you can see here, they hugged it out. I like Craig. He's a nice guy. I've talked to him a few times. Craig's a good guy. So I'm glad they were able to come together in uh, their sleeveless leather vests and hug it out in Ronnie Radke's driveway. It took some time. They eventually were able to um, bury the hatchet. I don't know when it was, uh, whatever. It took many years. It took many years, but they eventually put it behind them. The next big beef in uh, Ronnie's history, I think, I may be missing some, when he kicked IC Stars off his tour. And I just got to say... How could you kick this beautiful man off a tour? Do you guys remember how beautiful the singer of Icy Stars is, Devin Oliver? Just shockingly good-looking guy. Look at this man. Holy shit. It's unfair. My wife never liked them. And uh, I said, hey, did you ever like Icy Stars? And she's like, no, I never got into them. And I was like, man, I'm surprised because look how cute the singer is. And she was like, holy shit, he looks like that? Oh my god, how did I not know this until now? I feel like I was robbed. Anyway, so he kicked IC Stars off this tour back in 2012 because uh, they were smoking weed on tour. And uh, Ronnie, as far as I know, he's still sober. And basically he said ahead of time, if you guys want to come on this tour, no drugs. And uh, they said okay, and then promptly got arrested for having weed on their bus. And he said all right, I'll give you a second chance. And they were like, okay, okay, we won't do it again. Then they did it again. And uh, he said, okay, then you're off the tour. So at the time, I think a lot of people thought he was an asshole for this. I actually, I think he was in the right. He set out the conditions for the tour. And especially as someone who's a recovering addict trying to stay sober, I respect it. They knew the rules and they broke them. And to be fair, they were really young. I think they were like 19 or something like that. They were really young kids, but you know, I think uh, he had every right to do that. So I would say he was in the right on that one as much as, you know, people still bring it up. But uh, I think he was right. Shame on you, Devin Oliver and the rest of the boys in IC Stars. Shame on you for tempting Ronnie Radke with marijuana. Not okay. The next big beef was volume one of Ronnie Radke versus Franz from Attila, and I'm sure they have known each other for a very long time. You can see here, Ronnie says, Franzilla, you're a good screamer, but you aren't even close to me at rapping. I will end your life. <laughs> I don't know what that was all about, but uh, Franz and Ronnie arguing on Twitter about who is the better rapper. And again, I gotta say, mom and dad, come on, please, please, just stop for us. Just <laughs> please, mom, dad, stop.
I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now at Evergreen and wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard. But first, I want to thank DistroKid for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. If you're not familiar, DistroKid is a digital music distribution service that musicians use to put their music into online stores and streaming services. So in plain language, if you have ever wondered how to get your music on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon, Deezer, Tidal, and many, many more, there's like dozens and dozens of different streaming services. DistroKid is the way to do it. It is super easy. I have used it to put my music on Spotify. It took me maybe five minutes to like set it up and upload everything. It's legitimately awesome. I am sincerely a fan of this company and their product. And for those of you who have asked, you can also upload your music to TikTok with DistroKid. And if you want a chance to get featured on DistroKid's Spotify playlists, you can do that by submitting a song through Spotlight and getting your fans to vote for you. You can also use Hyperfollow to get more Spotify followers. You can promote your new release as well as Spotify Canvas. That's where there's the video in the background in the player. And when you share it on Instagram, it shares that video too to make your Spotify release pop. And Spotify Canvas is available to all DistroKid artists. Like I said, as you can probably tell from this, like I am sincerely a fan of DistroKid. DistroKid can do everything I just talked about and so much more. So be sure to sign up with my link, which is in the show notes for this episode, to get 7% off your first year. That link is in the show notes of this episode or go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash the punk rock NBA. And thanks again to DistroKid for sponsoring this episode. And then they brought it back a few weeks ago from the stage at Shiprocked, the scene's leading metalcore cruise. Ronnie Radke calls Attila's Franz a effing poser on stage. Both take the beef to TikTok. So the two dads in their 30s making TikToks about who's the biggest poser, uh... I would say the winner of this one, there is no winner in this battle. I would call this one a uh, a double KO. Two 30-something dads arguing on TikTok about who's the biggest poser. I would call that a double KO. So that brings us up to date on the uh, current beef, which is Ronnie's best beef so far. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm missing one. I'm missing one from last year. Laptop gate where Eddie Trunk, the guy from that metal show on VH1, and Sebastian Bach, formerly of Skid Row, called out Ronnie Radke 
for using laptops to play uh, the backing tracks for his band Falling in Reverse. And they argue back and forth, arguing about whether it's okay to use laptops or not. And uh, and then Ronnie fires back in his new song, Watch the World Burn, by killing Sebastian Bach with a laptop. The beef is real, people. Piping hot tea. You heard it here first. And in this one, I got to say, Ronnie is 100% right. It's true. Ronnie was 100% correct in this one. No question about that. He's right. Nothing wrong with using some laptops here and there. Everyone uses backing tracks. But all of that brings us to the latest news. Ronnie Radke versus Anthony Fantano. I don't know where this came from. I didn't see that Anthony did a review of Falling Reverse or anything like that. So I don't know where this is coming from. But he said... Uh, the needle drop is like the Perez Hilton of music critics looks 25 years older than he is and nobody will care about him in three years. And uh, you can see, uh, I would say the replies do not seem to be in his favor on this one. We've got, uh, are you upset that someone didn't like your poor little attempt at hip hop ratio? Ronnie Radke. Oh, Fantano has a clip saying his new song is going to be on the top 10 worst songs at the end of the year. Okay. Well, look, I mean, would you expect him to like Falling Reverse? I wouldn't. I, I personally, if I was Ronnie, I would just be happy that uh, that Anthony was talking about me at all. That's what I would say. Feeling a strong zero to a light one in your career, living rent free in your head. So, you know, I would say people don't seem to be on. Oh, wait. I mean, he didn't have to fall off and beg Finn McKenty to get his career back. So there's that. You heard it here first. According to Keisha 4989 I am responsible for resurrecting Ronnie Radke's career. Ronnie came begging. He begged and pleaded. He got down on his knees at my feet and he said, please, Finn, bring my career back. And I said, well, Ronnie, okay, but just this once, only because you asked nicely. <laughs> How did Keisha know? How did she know that it was all me all along? Now, let's see uh, Fantano's response here. So then Anthony fires back. Over the past decade, I objectively look like I've put on fewer years than Mr. Radke, and I've had fewer trips through the legal system as well. I think I'm winning. Peace. So we'll see here. So he posts uh, Young Fantano. This is uh, New Fantano. His uh, Harry Potter glasses and the fireman mustache versus Ronnie with his uh, rocker jacket five years ago, back in 2017, 2018. Devastatingly handsome. I, this is Ronnie's best look. Devastatingly handsome here. And then, uh, of course, he chose a deliberately unflattering picture of Ronnie here. A little bit unfair, but there it is. Um, and I got to say, come on, let's stop it with the mean tweets. Okay, guys, if you guys can't handle... The Twitter, I'm going to take it away. I feel like I'm the teacher, you know, like if you're in class and you and your friend are like hitting each other with the big pencils, you know, those like big pencils that are like this thick around and like that long. You guys are hitting each other with the pencils and the teacher's like, okay, guys, if you can't handle the pencils, I'm going to take them away. I'm giving you guys one more chance and then I'm taking away the pencils. I feel like I need to grab them both by the back of their collar and be like, if you guys can't handle the Twitters, I'm taking them away. Be nice, boys. Be nice. Yeah, they both get detention. They both get detention. Now, Fantano has a good uh, a good point here. Said, uh, this is nowhere as cool as the Drake feud. I'll admit it. I'll do better next time. And I got to agree with that. It's not as cool as the Drake feud. For anybody who's not familiar, um, <laughs> Drake, this, uh, this would make... I, 
I just hope that someday somebody comes for me like this. So Drake DM'd Anthony, I guess because uh, Anthony said some not nice things about uh, Drake's album and Drake DM'd him and said, your existence is a light one. And the one is cause you are alive and cause you somehow wife to black girl. I'm feeling a light to decent one on your existence. Uh, very embarrassing. <laughs> Very, very embarrassing here on Drake's part. For one, that he repeated the same joke or the same line twice. He must have been really proud of himself here. Your existence is a light one. And then he says the same thing again. I'm feeling a light to decent one on your existence. Drake must have felt very proud of himself for coming up with that line. The oh, I'm feeling a light to decent one. He's like, yeah, fuck you, Melon. Fuck you. I'm going to show you who's the fucking man. So uh, I actually, I would be thrilled. That would be my favorite thing in the world if Drake or anyone else that famous came for me. That would be the highlight of my life. And I think Anthony feels the same way. So there's that. Um, it's true. It's not as cool as the Drake beef. Um, I mean, to be fair, really wouldn't anything be kind of a downgrade from the Drake beef. But I got to say, from Ronnie's perspective, I think it's a good move. You know, he's starting to uh, diversify his beefs. You know, at this point, beefing with IC stars and Attila, I would say, Ronnie, you can do better. The Eddie Trunk and Sebastian Bach beefs, those were a good start. We're getting somewhere. But uh, I think you can do better. I want to see him go after like Adam 22, DJ Academics, DJ Vlad, you know, get out there on the blogs, in the love and hip-hop kind of scene. That's what I think. An Eminem diss track, exactly. I think that's the next step. That's my advice. I think that's the next frontier. Adam22 would be a good place to start because Adam might know who he is. Adam comes from the scene, you know, from the hardcore scene and stuff. So Adam might know who Ronnie Radke is. I would go there. See if you can maybe pay Adam22 to feud with you. That's my advice. And yeah, a watermelon smashing in the next Falling Universe video. That could work. That could work. I agree. Smash your watermelon in the next uh, Falling Universe video. But there it is, people. Again, I have a son coming in May. I need to pay for his college education. So what I'm hoping is MGK, Corey Taylor, and Ronnie Radke having a three-way. Well, get your mind out of the gutter, people. I mean a three-way beef. But I mean just a regular three-way. That would be cool, too. But a three-way beef, that's what I want. I want months and months and months of MGK, Corey Taylor, and Ronnie Radke beef so that I can uh, capitalize on it like the bottom-feeding YouTube trash that I am. Because, you know, anytime those three people do anything, I am there. So please, Ronnie, I'm, I'm begging you. Like that girl on Twitter said, I did apparently save your career. Apparently. I didn't know that. But I apparently saved your career. All I'm asking you is please pay me back by starting some beef with MGK and Corey Taylor. That's all I ask. Is that so much? that so much to ask that's all i'm saying so there it is the latest news on ronnie radke versus anthony fantano i hope uh, i hope you enjoyed it as much as i did i like ronnie it might be wise for ronnie to sort of choose to let some of these things go but i think he's a good guy i really do i don't think he's a bad guy just uh he gets angry sometimes but i i, I get it you know i get it i get irritated with people too we all get angry sometimes just have a snickers ronnie and if you ever want to chat just give me a call that's all. All right, my friends, that does it for this episode of the podcast. If you made it this far, thank you. Thank you for listening. We sincerely appreciate each and every one of you. If you want to help the show, there's a couple things that you can do. First of all, share it on social media. If you share it, tag us, tag Finn McKenty, that's me, and tag Deanna Chapman, that's a producer. 
Second thing you can do, if you really, really, really love us and really want to support us, you can support us on Patreon. There's a link to that in the show notes. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you're listening to this, or you can do none of that. And you can just sit at home, think about how awesome this podcast is. That works too. Again, thank you very much to each and every one of you for listening. We sincerely appreciate it, and we'll see you next time. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like.